Good afternoon. It's Tuesday after Easter. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Come on in, grab a cup of tea, maybe a notepad. It's time for a Sultiful. Today, we're talking to virtual business manager, Franchelle Smalls-Lewis. Have you ever wondered what a virtual business manager is? Well, you're going to learn all about it today on Sultiful. Come on in. Hi, and welcome to Sultiful. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Y'all know that intro was bomb. Y'all heard it. (laughs) I like that. I like that. (laughs) When I grow up, can I be like Janet? That was amazing. I'm just saying. I need to learn how to do that in life, Lord. Like like on the fly, though. On the fly. Okay, yes. I was ready. I was hyped in the back. I was you. Awesome, Janet. Awesome. I don't know what they are talking about. They all do the intro the same way. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Same devil. Nope. Mm -mm. You did it wonderful. I loved your energy. (laughs) Yeah, that was amazing. Thank you, Precious. You see the two over there? Uh, Did we have a conversation before we started this? (laughs) (laughs) Hello, everybody. We're all here. My name is Janet. I'm Latoya. Toya. And we have so ladies, tell us what you've been working on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toya, what you been working on, sis? Oh my gosh, y'all. So I've been working on my son's portfolio. Those that know me know my son is football heaven like he loves football he loves the sport he plays it very well and we are getting that portfolio ready because he's about to be playing he's about to be playing some ball we got to get ready for these coaches and these colleges and stuff so i get to i finally got a hold of his footage from when he was playing um for my high school back in south carolina i finally got the footage y'all and he is bomb and i can't wait to chop that thing up and put his portfolio together that's what I'm working on. Awesome. Janet? Well, I've been working on a few things. Uh, I have a few event clients that I have been working on some research and things in regards to that. I've also been trying to work on my own slides and stuff for my weekly Tuesday tips that I do in regards to my social media. I was hoping to start today, but uh, bah humbug. Is that for Christmas? I don't know. But anyway, I don't think I'm going to start today. I probably will start the first Tuesday in May. And otherwise than that, I'm just being fabulous. Yes, you are. Yes, you awesome. are. Toya Glenn, what are you working on? A new pair yes. of glasses, hopefully. I just can't believe you put me out on front street. Yes, I am working with a pair of glasses with the missing arm, leg, <laughs> handle, whatever you want to call it. But that's okay. Billionaires lose, you know, break glasses too. I just haven't had time to buy another one yet, so bear with me. But yeah, so it's been an awesome morning. Are you still laughing, Toya? I just still trying to understand. <laughs> Don't be Janet over here dying. 
So, um, so this morning, uh, prepare some proposals. You guys will be happy that I've got my proposals out on time, team. Toy and Janet, they keep me accountable for that. So proposals have gone out. Um, I had an awesome call today. You know how sometimes come, people come in your DMs and I want you to meet with my boss, blah, 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 blah. And they just kind of kind of pester you, pester you. Well, this was, it was a VA that was pestering me to meet with her boss. And I didn't want to, but I said, when I went and saw his page, he seemed to be the type of person I would like to connect with. So I had a like a coffee chat uh, with the guy today. And instead of him selling me on his services, he's going to actually come do some work for us. So uh, that, that was pretty cool. It's always nice to connect with like-minded um, people, you know, in spirit and, and all that. So that is what I did today. Yes, yes, yes. And Frenchelle, how about you? What are you working on, hon? Um, I've been working on some proposals as well for some potential clients. I've been also doing some self-care this week awesome. um, with my corporate job. We are I'm off this week, so I've been relaxing as much as possible, but still trying to get ahead on other projects and tasks for some of my clients as well. So nice. That's what I've been working so on. the virtual business manager we gonna learn about in just a few minutes also has a corporate job. That's talking about management because she. She's a businessman, so she manages others, and she, so she has to manage her time. Oh, I'm giving away a little bit too much. We'll wait till we come. Okay. All right. Yes, it's intriguing. It's intriguing. Mm -hmm. Well, since Jenna already opened that uh, can of worms, let's talk about this amazing woman we have here today. So her name is Franchelle Smalls-Lewis. Married, honey. And she's a mom, y'all. Oh, and um, she's from my hometown. Okay, so um, the name of her company is FSL, of course, because those are what? Her initials, awesome. FSL Services, it started in 2018. It's based on her love of social media. From there, she started to identify with other skills and have mastered and saw a need for other entrepreneurs such as organization, customer service, and system creations. All of those are like key hitting points in any business. So she kind of hits the spectrum on all of that. She is the person to call. We're going to find out all about that. All right. So, Franchelle, you you got to enlighten us. Um, well, for one, I see that you, the way you named your company, it's your initials. I'm, I'm all for that because my name is my company as well. So, you know, I love that. Tell us how you... Um, Hey, what, what was your thoughts when you started your business? What was the reason? Uh, well, really, my business started based on my husband. Um, <laughs> he noticed that my love and passion for social media. Uh, they do need managing. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm sorry. That's a personal moment. Okay, let me go right ahead. <laughs> I've had plenty of experience, I guess, if you want to add that in. <laughs> um, but he noticed my love and passion for social media. He said, you should make it into a business. And that's kind of really how the business was birthed. Um, based off his suggestion and his encouragement, I started the business. And then I realized that a lot of entrepreneurs, they need that customer service. They need that email management, that calendar management. And they're not able to do that because they also have a full-time job. And so that's what really started me to identify other skills that I have mastered and have grown to love to do from other other jobs and things that I've had, and I kind of just blossomed. The business just started to grow from outside of social media management. So with that being said, why didn't you just do social media manager? Why did you choose to be a virtual business manager? Um, 
when I was first starting off, a lot of people were, I guess, hesitant to have a social media manager. A lot of people were still not realizing the benefits of social media as they do now compared to then. Um, a lot of people thought it was just maybe, I don't know, like a phase or something, but social media isn't going anywhere. If anything, it's just evolving as time is going on. Um, but then I started to realize I wanted to help entrepreneurs and see, work more behind the scenes and see the things that they're doing and see the areas that we could tweak and improve to help their business, to help them to focus on their love and passion of the business instead of doing some of the things they didn't like to do. So that was the reason I kind of grew that, um, grew my business from just not just social media, but other things as well. So you said that in, within that, so your three things of focus, more or less, I mean, social media is the big hub, um, but you focus on organization, customer service, and system and processes. How does the customer service and the organization fall or intertwine with the system and process? Or does one dominate the other while the other two are necessary? Um, I think all of them go together, honestly. I, I've met a lot of entrepreneurs. They have the ideas. They have the ideas, but they don't know how to put it into place. Or I've met some entrepreneurs where they have the ideas, they want to do the business, but they don't really like talking to people. <laughs> um, and so they drop the ball. They miss answering those emails. They miss answering those calls. They miss having those conversations with them. That's going to really help blossom and increase their business. Sometimes they just want to do the job and they don't want to do the talking. So I've found ways of working with my um, clients one-on-one, -on -one, getting to know them more, get building that um, relationship, what works best for them. Um, and so by working with my clients, all of my new clients, when they come on, they have to do a three month contract with me because it's a relationship. It's like a, it's a business relationship, but it's a relationship nonetheless. And so you have to really learn each other. You have to learn each other's personalities, what they like, what they don't like. Um, it's not love language. It's basically like business language, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Business love language. It's business love language. Yeah, that's just love what language. it is. Yeah. Business Love and and it's amazing, and I'm sure you um have found this because they, they tease me about this too. Because they say sometimes when I talk to people on the phone, I sound like an automated service, but it's just me and my own natural highs. I I don't know why I sound the way I sound, but I, I, you would you're amazed at the talent behind some creatives, but the articulation to speak to someone one on one is such a deficit or a difficulty for them that, you know, some people actually just clam up or take, for instance, Latoya. She is gifted with her talents, but who sometimes for her to get on the phone and talk to somebody, she'd sit in the interview and talk like little <laughs> words, but don't ask her to have no D take over the whole interview. She got hives and all kinds of stuff going on. And then she comes back to this blossom person. He'd be like, just happened a few minutes ago. get really nervous, and it really yeah. is. You don't want to give off that impression as an entrepreneur, and this yeah. is something that you're solely doing. So you have to make sure that you're having the support that you need. Outsourcing. A lot of entrepreneurs they're realizing now, after all that burnout and everything that they're dealing with, you have to outsource. You have to focus on what your strengths are and the areas that you're weak in. Find the support that you need. And you're going to have to pay sometimes for the good quality support that you need to. 
Say that for the ones in the back. You got to do what? You, gotta you have to pay for good quality support. Absolutely. Because when you pay for good quality support, they can afford America's best. Go ahead. Ooh. And, and any other way, moving on. <laughs> Toy, Toy, ask your, your, your all famous question. You know, you always ask the same question. So friendship, I do. It's the same question. Tell us about your background, sis. Like, I don't know about the children, family, where you're from, all that. Sure. Well, like Latoya said, we are from the same hometown, Charleston, South Carolina. Hey. <laughs> we actually went to the same high school, so I'm alumni at the same high school, Burke oh. High School. You hear it? You hear it? <laughs> see what I'm talking about? You see how you see how bubbly she is? <laughs> now let me tell her, me and Toya are not going to talk no more. You take over. Uh -oh. the <laughs> Okay, um, I have my bachelor's in psychology with a minor in child and family studies from Columbia College. It's nice. an all-woman college in Columbia, South Carolina. Um, don't know how I end up there, but it really was the best decision for me. I really um, got to blossom and realize a lot of my strengths and come out of my shell, I guess you can say, while I was getting my um, undergrad degree. Uh, oh, um, woman school. Ooh. Yes. Okay. That one works for Janet. Now, I'll no, be honest. I it never wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. I'm not denying it. No. <laughs> I didn't think I would end up there either, but my school counselor, she um, introduced the school to me, and I was like, I'm not going to all-girls school. I'm ready to leave home. I'm ready to go to school, have me, you know, a good yeah. time. <laughs> but honestly, it was the best decision for me. It really nice. was the best decision for me. She could have um, just came down the street to my college, Benedict, BC. I was okay. always a Benedict. Okay. <laughs> so, so you went to school there. Yes. But you went to school over there. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I got you. I got you. Yeah. I got you. I don't know what that Toya Glenn talking about, but I got you. I got focus you. on the books first. Then you, you know, think that later. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I am married. Um, it'll be seven years in June. We have three kids. Um, Congrats. Nice. Yes. One, seven. One, two, and one is one year old. So um, you ready to go back for two more so you can have the fantastic five? No, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> that answers that question. Really we are done. Eight my alarm. The two little ones are 11 months and 21 days apart. So they're basically Irish twins. Yes. So they keep us on our toes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay. So toes. tell us about your corporate America because you, you are corporate America still. Yes. Um, so I am right now working for, I live in Ohio, Columbus, Ohio, and I'm working for- Just like Toya? You yes. guys following each other? Yes. <laughs> we, are, we are spirited sisters. Do you not hear this? We have not met face-to-face -face yet in the city, but we, we're in the same city. So we have to, we got to make it, we got to do it this, this year for sure. <laughs> yes, we definitely have to be. Because yes, because she's leaving. Oh, I'm sorry. Was I supposed to understand? <laughs> but listen, we got to do this quickly. I'm moving to Florida. Yeah, she's yeah, she's out. She's going. Some means Frenchelle's next. She's coming to Florida too. Yeah, she's you know going that? to meet Toya and Mikea, and they're going to be the the dynamic threesome. Yeah. And then Janet. Yeah. And, and then Janet, because Janet got Florida roots too. Okay. Well, we we definitely have to be before you leave me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> 
Janet um, is still in denial, but go ahead, proceed. <laughs> um, but yes, right now, currently, I'm still in the corporate world, but my goal ultimately is to leave corporate and just do my business full time. Um, I really want to grow my business into more of an agency style where I have clients come to me and I have VAs that are under and I mentor, we do training. So I always keep them up to date. It's more like a sisterhood, a family setting. Um, We're all going to be winning together. So that's that's the the ultimate goal for my business is to have an agency. And so in your corporate America, are you utilizing some of the skills that you're using in your business? Um, yes, I would definitely say so. With the projects that I'm given, the deadlines that I'm given that are sometimes not realistic. <laughs> um, but I'm using my time effectively, using my skills to make sure that I'm meeting the needs for all of my um, students that I'm working with. I, I work with students in the online uh-huh. school. So I'm still getting my love there. We're working with um, students, but I'm also still having my, fulfilling my love with my business as well. So I'm getting accessible okay. for us right now. Jen, I think that was a really good question because um, someone like me, as soon as I could get away from corporate, oh, I don't want corporate. I don't never want to go back to corporate, all that. That's that's definitely how I felt. But you literally learn your skill set from being in corporate environments. You know, literally, that's where you learn it from. So, guys, don't be scared of corporate. I had to learn to embrace because literally when you start your small business, you're a solopreneur. You're going right back to want to do that. You want to create the same type of organization, just different, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good question. And sometimes people don't necessarily stay in corporate for the money. Right. Um, there are other, you know, insurance right. benefits. Yeah. And, right. and, and learning how to run a business properly. I, yeah. I'm, you I'm know, so glad for all of the tutelage. Yeah. I've learned from, um, you know, being in those type of environments. Sometimes also the connections with that the connections, you know, yes. is a good entity. So, you know, if you can handle it, then definitely take advantage of it until it wears you thin. But eventually one will win. It's just, you know, your planning process. And if you if you hear most entrepreneur story, how did they start? They burned the oil with their day job during the day and midnight they focused on their business until they was able to, you know, transition totally off of it. So Franchelle, um Franchelle, am I saying that right? Franchelle, how do you so with your clients, how do you maintain your working hours? Are your working hours the regular nine to five and then you work your clients five to nine? Or how does your system work? Um, usually I work my clients in the evening times after I put my little ones down. Um, with social media, I usually set a time to come up with my content and I just schedule it out. You have to work smarter, not harder. <laughs> um, especially when me having three little ones, I have to work smarter, not harder. So I'll usually sit down, come up with the content. Um, even if I'm just, let's say I'm just cooking dinner and content comes to mind, I'll just go ahead and put it in Trello, put the idea there and go back to it. So okay, I, okay. I work in flow as I go. <laughs> so how long have you been doing social media? Um, I've been doing social media since about, I want to say about 2015 with one of my jobs. Then I was working with high school students and that's when Snapchat had just kind of came out and the teenagers were all into Snapchat. So I told my supervisor at that time that I wanted to get a Snapchat um, page for our our organization so we can stay in contact with our kids, let them know what's going on and always, and to also, you know, keep an eye on them, see what's going on as well. <laughs> so um, smart. 
So um, that was my, that kind of just started it for doing it for my job at that time. And it kind of just blossomed from there. Is there a, a favorite platform that you have? Um, I'd say Instagram. I like Instagram. Mm -hmm. I love that you can put the pictures. Um, I'm loving the reels. Reels is where it's at right now. Um, you just got to find, when you find that trending audio, you can really, really market your your content if you use the right audio, if that makes any mm -hmm. sense. You got to grasp the attention of your audience using what is current and is relatable to what you're trying to present. So I'm my favorite is is Instagram and then Facebook. I'm, mm -hmm. I haven't really gotten that much into TikTok yet. Yeah. I know that sounds bad, but I All like right. watching. I mean, I'll sit there and stroll TikTok for myself, <laughs> but I haven't really gotten to it that much for my client. Mm -hmm. So would you say there is ever a, and when I say bad social media, I'm not referring to like a bad post, but do you ever think that someone could be bad at social media? Um, I think that someone can be bad at social media if they're not willing to learn. Mm -hmm. um, I say that because social media is always, it's always changing. Like you, you really have to invest and put in the time to get, you know, to keep up to date with what's going on in social media, if that makes any sense. So I think a person could be bad if they're not willing to learn, if they're not willing to um, invest um, and put in the time to research and things like that. That makes sense. That makes sense. So you got to add something. Um, so with social media, because you know, I, I'm gonna need some TikTok. Um, what platform are you the least active on as far as your clients are concerned? Like the least active? Um, I definitely I'd say TikTok. Wow. Okay. Okay. I, I feel like TikTok is more, you have to be, in my opinion, personable. And some of my clients, they don't want it. One particular client, she doesn't want to be in the face. She doesn't want to be seen, mm -hmm. on the, you know, on there. And so it's kind of, it's a little more challenging when she doesn't want to be seen. But mm -hmm. what I've been telling her is they like seeing you when I make any sense. Speaking of that, that sounds like a, a challenge that many of us have uh, ran into. Can you give another example of a challenge that you have with your clients? Um, with my clients, like in general? Yeah, just general. Yeah. Um, let me see. Well, that client isn't a client anymore, so <laughs> I don't have the issue anymore. Well, a past um, client. Let's try that one. Or just okay. yeah, the past client. Like, what's a what's another challenge? Like you just mentioned, how it can be challenging to kind of get them acclimated to be in front of the camera, and represent their brand. That's a challenge. Could be yeah. overcame with you know a little practice. What's another challenge that you've seen before? Um, I think sometimes with being like a service provider, when you're working, you know, I, I see it more when working with a client as a partnership. But if sometimes mm -hmm. you're working with a the client, they see you as, oh, they're paying you, you work for me type um, demeanor, that mm -hmm. can become an issue. Um, and I have ran into experience when it was, it was not a good working environment. It wasn't a good communication. And so 
we definitely had to part ways. I think um, positive and effective communication is key in, in having mm-hmm. a successful partnership. It's going to be successful for me as a service provider, and it's going to be successful for you as the client. Like that's the only way it's going to work. Um, and knowing how to effectively communicate when you have disagreements. Mm. You know, you got to be professional at all times when you're having a disagreement. And, you know, sometimes people don't understand that. And you have to realize what are your boundaries? How far are you willing to go? And how much are you going to take to keep that partnership or to keep that business connection? So that's that's kind of gotten a little interesting. So, <clears throat> friendship, <laughs> that professional professionalism. I think we all like what? <laughs> I think a little differently about that word. Um, so, so you know, we we definitely um, talk to other VAs. We want we want to encourage other virtual assistants um, to that that they can be a social media. Uh, manager if they want. They can be a business manager if they want to. So um, when it comes to that that professional piece, when you have disagreements and stuff with your clients, how do you smooth that over? How do you smooth over when they come at you crazy, come out left field? What What is professional and how is it, what's a professional way of dealing with uh, a, a client that comes to you crazy like that? What, what do you do, Francia? Um, For me, let me put this out first too. I don't like <laughs> confrontation. I don't like confrontation. Okay. I get a little and easy, I guess you can say at times when that mm-hmm. happened. Um, but for me, I had to really just sit down, you know, reflect on the situation. I'm not, I try not to be an impulsive person, especially with my business, um, because that is a reflection of me. Um, so after reflecting, seeing the issues, um, kind of just emailed and said, Hey, we need to have a conversation to see how we can, deal with the issue that's at hand and how we can prevent that from happening again. Like what measures we need to put in place to prevent that. from happening? Um, Because it's ultimately, like I said, it's a business relationship, business love language, right? Um, It's, it's going to happen, but you have to have things in place to prevent things from, I guess you could say overspilling into something major. Um, So really, I just had a conversation with the client. We kind of hashed it out, understood, you know, each side's, um, each party's side and tried to come up with solutions, um, be it weekly daily reports or daily reports about what's tasked, what hasn't been completed. Um, We communicated um, via Slack so everything doesn't get, you know bundled up in emails and text messages so we had slack and so we would just communicate more step by step what was going on um ensuring some of my team members that i had when i was working with this client to communicate if they're having any issues instead of not saying anything at all say something and if you're not feeling comfortable with saying something to the client then let me know and i'll go speak to the client on behalf of the business to figure out what um how we can handle this um, situation or how do we complete this task to ensure that they're satisfied with the services. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, a couple of things I got from there is um, my word, what you just said, my word is I have to process when things go iry, I have to process, you know, and um, I think it's important. Like you said, um, I, for, for some of us are just emotional, but when it comes to relationships, it's best to try to, push the emotion down and just try to think a little more logically and communicate and come up with a solution to make it better. And um, I'm so grateful. That's a reminder for me because sometimes out in these streets, I want to be, you know, I just want to get a little crazy when people want to get crazy with me. But you got to process and you got to, you know, funnel that them feelings and stuff and, and come up with a, a solution. So yeah. I love it, Franchelle. 
Guys, come up, whether you're the business owner or you are the you know, whatever the service provider, it's always great to come together, talk about it, and come up with a solution because it's a relationship. She said that there are things that are going to get bad sometimes. It does in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And um, you just got to know how to move on for it. So it's good to think about that before, beforehand. So thank you, Francia. That was, I think that was a, one of the best pieces of advice we've gotten in a minute. Mm-hmm. And it'd be saltable streets. Yeah, that was pretty. <laughs> is that my, is that my sound? I um I start all my days with prayer. I, I always start my day with praying, praying over my business and praying over what I need to be enlightened by and understand because sometimes things are brought to you so you can learn from them. Every situation is not necessarily a disaster, that's but right. sometimes it's their learning experience. So that's one of the things that daily i just you know as i open open up my eyes to see open up my hairs my ears to understand and open up my mouth to communicate effectively and make sure that i'm receiving the same in return so that's one thing and then you know normally if there is an area of conflict i try to think how the other person could feel and then also cuz sometimes you have to with the client relationship Sometimes you have to remind them of what they sent you because they're so busy doing so many things. Sometimes they forget. They could have told you something yesterday mm-hmm. and forgot within 24 hours. And so I always like to make sure that if we have a conversation about something, I they call me funny because I have like 50 notebooks. I, have I do. Like 20, I mean you. I love notebooks. <laughs> I have like 20,000 post-it notes. And I don't tear up the post-it notes till I totally feel like I don't need them. Yeah. And I, I, I will, I will retag myself. I don't care if the email is fifty emails. I will retag myself every email because I will just make note for keywords for me that when I need to look for something because you might have forgot about something, mm-hmm. I can easily go and find it and be like, oh, this is what you said on this day. This is what I reply. Make sure we have a misunderstanding. There was a misunderstanding or did you mean to type or something? Because it can be just as simple as that that can go haywire. But if you come and, and also remember, we are business owners. So you can't go out there like you will in the street and be like, yo, 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 yo. Most business people who got an argument, they usually play golf. We ain't so successful that we got to play golf yet. But right. maybe we need to talk over a cup of wine, a coffee chat, a virtual. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, do we need to go get a slice of pizza? You know, some a cocktail. What, Whatever we need to do to bring our issues to the forefront, then let's have that business meeting and let's discuss. Or, and sometimes you have to count in other counterparts. If you're in a business with their other team members, sometimes you have to rely on those other team members because they might have saw something that you didn't see. And they can help you to understand a little bit deeper about the situation. So there are many different ways. It's just how you choose to approach them. Now, if you choose to act like you don't have no sense, like your mama didn't raise you with none, then you don't stay in business long. But if you choose to be genuine, communicative, and understanding, and also with um, with some initiative, then your business will go a long way. Definitely. 
I agree on that. I love how you said the first part, you start your um, day with prayer. Um, something that I have started to get back in doing, I always pray, but praying that I have the right clients. Because um, sometimes when you're first starting out, if someone wants to work with you, you just run with it. Okay, I got a client. I got a client. I got a client. And so I have started to get back in a space that I pray over every client that comes my way. And I ask, and I ask God to only send clients that I need to be working with. Or if it's not for me, God, then, you know, align it to happen that we don't work together. Amen. And, and that comes from those discovery calls, too. Yes. You, you should be able to definitely, okay, after they fill out, I'm not sure what your process is, but after they fill out that questionnaire, and then you have that discovery call, that is when you start to feel the person's spirit. And if you're already sensing something in that discovery call, you either choose to have another one, well, you choose then and there to be like, let me turn back around. This may not be for me. Let me either pass this on to my next sister or no, or whatever you choose to do. But that discovery call is that's that's the meat and butter of you. Just you can't know it's you can't know the person totally, but there's always an opportunity for something to spark in your mind and be like, mm -mm, no, mm -mm, no. Yeah, definitely. Hey guys, I just want to take a, mo a moment to shout out um, Mother Whitaker. She is here and engaging with us. Yes, and all of the beautiful sisters and brothers that, that engage with us on the show, we're glad that you're here. We would love to know what you're working on. We would love to hear your input. So, um, you know, this this is for all of us to, to, to connect and talk about, especially if you are a business owner or an aspiring business owner. So glad that you're here with us, Miss Mama Whitaker, for sure. Yes. So I did have a question for you, Franchelle, as it relates to the social media management. So the thing with, with the management of social media, right, Toya, is um, sometimes the metrics, you know, not really sure what's important. You know, we, what, what we call in the industry vanity metrics, yes. like the likes and all that kind of stuff. What um, What's important for you as far as providing results for your clients as it relates to social media marketing? Um, for me, one of the key things I like to give my clients is exposure outside of their network, if that makes any sense. Um, because sometimes we can just focus on one key area instead mm -hmm. of broadening our exposure out to other potential clients. And so I like to do a lot of research with hashtags um, in that area, I like to do hashtags re um, re related to the industry that they're in um, to have that information out because it'll give them more exposure to other people. Um, and so that's one of the things that I've been really doing with one of my clients using doing more hashtag research um, just to find other hashtags that are going to help connect new people, new potential clients so she could build new relationships um, for potential um, clients. I love it because I have a total agreeance. I think one of the biggest uh, results that you get in the social media realm is building relationships, connecting with new people. You know, um, it doesn't always mean that you're going to get a, a new client because you could put out these graphics and you of yourself, whatever. But you can make some connections that can reach far and wide. So I, I love that. That is super cool. So social media is a, definitely a focus, right? Are there any other services that you really enjoy providing? 
Um, I love doing like small projects. Um, so I have different packages that I do. So I do small projects. So um, if a client needs something done, not they don't need a virtual assistant for a long period of time. They just need it for a major project that's coming up on in a month or two in advance. So if they need something like that, working with them from beginning to end is something I um, really like to do. Um, another service that I do offer is event coordinating, and I've done that for a couple clients um, in the past before, um, but that's something I really do enjoy doing, finding vendors and whatever. It depends on whatever the event is that they're trying to plan, but I love doing that aspect, trying to find community partners for them to grow with so they can build, like you said, networking, building that relationship for future events and partnerships in the future. I love doing that aspect as well. That's awesome. That's why platforms like this is important. Are so important because I didn't know that about you. Like this, that's what we do. We do productions and we connect with event coordinators and all that kind of stuff. So like we literally could work together, and I would not have known had we not got in this conversation. So that's that's pretty cool, sis. Definitely. Can I admit that I have worked with her already? <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Yes. Yes, I can let you know she is. I, I mean, social media really is her jam. She has good insight into the brand and ways of marketing and everything. So she really is like champion in that. Yes, she that is. is so cool. I, I can think of stuff right now, upcoming projects that maybe we can collaborate on. Man, that's that's so cool. That's so so important for us to to talk and collaborate. See how we can, you know, work with one another. That is cool. Definitely fantastic. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Awesome. All right. Um, did I have any other questions? I can think of all. We done asked you so many. And you have been awesome. Like, we done been throwing these questions at you like, bam, 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 bam. And you've been right there. Love yeah, me. I literally am thinking like, okay, I can't wait till we get offline so we can see how we can get to work. <laughs> yeah, I really appreciate your energy and your intellect. And um, Do you travel with your clients as well? That is a great question. I do. I just got back from Mexico with one of my clients. Um, she is a travel agent and she nice. she did a big group trip. Um, she partnered with this DJ in the in her local area. Um, and it was like over 600 people. Yeah, that so, sounds like uh what was the name of the DJ? Um, or your... DJ Cleve. Okay. Yeah, that's the kind of trips that I do with my client. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it was it was just so it was so nice to see everyone after all the back work that we have done. Um yeah. and to just see it come together and just to see everyone having a good time. We just got back from um a thousand plus people from Daytona, Florida. Ah, nice. And I do I do we my the client that I have, we do a trip about every three months. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. So I know that was fun because I'm into the event coordinating as your customer service. That is my baby. I am a big advocate and prone of customer service. Customer service and organization. If you don't have those two, I cringe. I cringe. <laughs> and sometimes I'll pull you on the front street about your customer service. Uh, you might need to go back and come back. And, yeah. I'm that type of person because I'm a big... I'm. I, you you can do anything at a company, but customer service is how you can make or break me. You might have short me five dollars, but if you if I come back and I say I think you shorted me, and you say, oh, let me take a moment and look or whatever, and we can't seem to find it, I might let go of the five dollars. But if I come back and you be like, 
No, nah, I ain't short you. I want my five dollars. I don't know where you're gonna get it from, but y'all gonna fire me five dollars if y'all go take it out your own pocket. No, I'm gonna five dollars. I'm gonna give her five dollars. Yeah, customer service is so key. It is like, like you said, that's how that will make or break a business. That will let you know the longevity you will have, the mm-hmm. reputation you will have, the type of reviews people will, won't recommend you. They'll based on your customer service, whether it's good or bad. So it's so key. It really, really is key. Yes, yes. It is. So, Franchelle, before we get out of here, we definitely want to make sure we give you the last word. Um, so, whatever you want to say as we get out, let us know, sis. Let everybody know. Um, well, I, first, I want to say thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to be on here. Um, I am taking on some new, some atten- potential clients, and I'm also looking for more VAs to join my team. Um, so if you're looking for someone to work with you one-on-one, to mentor you, to encourage you through the process, um, to being a success- successful VA and having your own business, then please reach out. Um, all of my information is listed right there below. Um, and I look forward to hearing from anyone or anyone who refers my business. Yes, love it. Y'all, y'all connect with that gal now. She she knows what she's doing and she has a good spirit. So she wants to help you. She wants to help you. So yes, connect with Franchelle. All right, Toya, take us on out. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe and join us right back here every Tuesday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Brent Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi, and welcome to Soul Support.